Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. The 1988 Mercury Grand Marquis. While it's changed, its essence has remained the same. Six passenger comfort, luxury appointments, the largest trunk of any American built car, plus V8 power, and a ride that's become nearly legendary. Mercury Grand Marquis. A great deal of comfort at a price that makes the competition rather uncomfortable. Only at your Lincoln Mercury dealer. The Mercury Grand Marquis, Ford Crown Victoria, two of the last what we call body-on-frame cars in the marketplace that existed right up till about, oh, 12, 13 years ago when they finally went out of production as the last body-on-frame. And what does that mean? For those of you that are not of a certain age, there was a time when every car was body-on-frame. I'll give you an example. It's really the difference of why all of these pickup trucks that you're riding on or riding in ride so well, because there is a separate, what we call frame or running gear. It has the engine, the wheels, the frame on one, and the, the car body gets attached to it. What it does is give you a phenomenally rigid and comfortable ride because it's so rigid. The problem is, about 40 years ago, it was so heavy that automakers looked at different ways to reduce the weight, and they came up with the one-piece body, which essentially got rid of uh, body-on-frame construction as you knew it. These full-size Mercury Grand Marquis and Ford Crown Victorias continued to have body-on-frame, which gave them incredible uh, durability, uh, it's why the police ran up for so many years. These cars could take a fair amount of abuse because of the way they were made. And with the V8 tried and true, three-speed, four-speed automatics tried and true, they've been making for years. Yeah, these cars were basically indestructible, which is why, ironically enough, you shouldn't be surprised that you still see these vehicles, some around, driving around 10, 12, 13 years after they went out of production. They're that good. And no doubt, I think you will still see some at least for another five to 10 years. Construction, it's a thing. According to a study by the Schwartz Center for Policy Analysis at the New School for Social Research, there are nearly 20 million Americans, age 55 and older, who have difficulty with one or more basic daily activities. This is from a recent article in the Wall Street Journal. It's an epidemic that is hiding in plain sight, and this is topic A. Why do I talk about this? Mobility has a lot to do with freedom. Your ability to go from point A to point B, to live where you want to live, to do what you want to do. The challenge is that science has given us a double-edged sword. People are living longer. It does not necessarily mean that people are living healthier over that time. Now, Granted, if you look at the raw numbers, there's a greater amount of older Americans that are in great shape. In fact, uh, if you've been following the news, the people that we've been losing lately of note have been in their late 80s and mid to late 90s. Imagine that. Imagine that nowadays it is realistic to expect that a person may live not just 20 years after retirement, but maybe 30, 35 40 years after retirement. So what does that look like? Now, this subject is personal to me. 
for a variety of reasons. One, I'm a person of a certain age and I'm north of 55. Two, I have seen the blessing and the curse of getting older. Now, they break these numbers down of, you know, care and how, the, how people are taken care of. Let me give you this. Of those folks, the 20 million people I mentioned earlier, 60% of those folks are actually getting care. 40% of those folks, 8.3 million people, are not getting the help for just basic getting up, getting around, going for groceries, all of that. And I'm throwing this in here too. The main cause of death for adults 65 and older, can you guess what it is? Now, you're going to probably say cancer, a heart disease, a dementia. No, it's falling. A fall, if you're older than 65, can be fatal for a variety of reasons. And if you can't get the basic help, and I can even share stories. We took care of my wife's sister for a number of years, and she passed about six years ago. She was 73 years old. But she was sickly before that. And this is kind of what the point that the study is making. There are people younger than 65, but older than 55 that are falling through the cracks for one reason or another. Add in some changes, uh, COVID, something they call now gray divorce, where people are choosing late in life to get divorced. And of those folks, those people who have chosen to get divorced that don't have family nearby or siblings, those are the ones at the greatest risk of this. 53% of adults 55 and older have a child or grandchild who's looking out for them, taking care of them, running errands and stuff. 44% a spouse. That would be me and my wife. We're 44% of that. 23% professional care. That would mean either assisted living or, you know, full-on, you know, nursing home care. My mom was in that situation and she had Alzheimer's, all she had dementia, I'm sorry, dementia. And that is something I don't wish on anybody. And that is growing. And this study doesn't address that. But let me tell you, if you know somebody who's going through or you know a caregiver or a loved one that is going through that, it is, it is terrible to watch somebody that you love literally die in real time in front of you over a period. It's not pretty. And then they got this 18% that said other. I don't know what other is. That and On that point, the study shows that children, grandchildren, and spouses are far more likely to be the ones providing care than professional caregivers. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to tell you why that is. Let me skip. I'm going to come back to that. Now, they talked about the cost of care, and this is based on 2016 data. This is data now that is eight years old. The average cost of assisted living facility ranged from $3,628 a month to $6,844 a month. You're looking at anywhere from thirty-six dollars to $72,000 a year. Who has them kind of assets? Many of Americans at that age do not. Here's the double whammy. Lifestyle trends, including the rising number of so-called gray divorces among older couples, adults without spouses and offspring, they are the ones most vulnerable to experiencing unmet care needs due to heavy reliance on family caregivers. So, <laughs> I mean, with all this going on, what are we going to do? If you are a caregiver, if you are caring for a loved one, it's hard. 
It's hard. It's hard on your finances. It's hard on your health. It's hard on your mental psyche. And we need to do something about this because it's only going to get worse. And right now, there's folks falling through the cracks. And I think that is the main purpose of the study. Mobility isn't mobility if you ain't mobile. And sometimes you need a little help. And this study shows that we have got some work to do in the world's richest country. That this should not be, people. This should not be. But it is. I think they said the answer may be community Medicaid. This is the Tech Mobility Show. Do you listen to podcasts? Seems that most people do. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. If you've missed any of our weekly episodes on the radio, our podcast is a great way to listen. You can find the Tech Mobility Podcast just about anywhere you can enjoy podcasts. Be sure to follow us. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many platforms in between, we are there. Just enter the Tech Mobility Podcast in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts. Social media. It's the place to be who are no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. Several times a week, I post to TikTok several of the topics that I cover on my weekly radio show. It's another way to keep up on mobility, technology, news, and information. I've built quite a library of short videos for your viewing pleasure, so be sure to watch, like, and subscribe. That's the Tech Mobility Show on TikTok. Check it out. (laughs) 